0: I feel like a, I I feel like a, a mini rock star right now because my uh, my nephews are over here. They're nine, seven years old, and the nine year old, you know, he he gets on like you know YouTube. You know he know mm-hmm. he's into all, all that crazy young and stuff. And uh, and I told him I showed him like some of the videos I have on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And right now, and I went out there. I was like, hey guys, just let's just keep it down. Some you know I'm about to record. And he was like you're recording like on youtube and, like your videos i'm like yeah man yeah and i'm i'm like people waiting he's like, can we watch i'm like no nah, I, I got someone waiting right now <laughs> he's like oh oh guys <laughs> just close the door
1: yeah so uh, i have an 8 and 11 year old and they are enamored by both mine and like right. i I'll, i mean i end up on a ton of things and they think it's awesome
0: yeah, yeah i'm just like i'm my like, kids no no signatures no paparazzi no pictures maybe just one picture <laughs> kids it's okay
2: This episode is presented by OIT VoIP. Enhance your client's communication abilities with our VoIP solution, featuring integrated billing, on-demand training, and live US support. Collaborate seamlessly with Microsoft Teams integration and put your entire phone system in your pocket with MobileX. Improve your offerings and increase profitability with reliable service for one-tenth of the average MSP acquisition cost. To learn more, visit oit.co or dial 844-CALL-OIT. Jason thank you
0: so much for being my guest man being a guest here at 38 at 38 let me go ahead and intro this up hello everybody out there in computer world this is 38 at 38 my name is aaron bolton and we talk about the most ridiculous job stories and i've got a wonderful guest today which is mr jason slagle there's the intro so now we can just talk like regular humans which is great um i practice (laughs) that i go to sleep every night (laughs) practicing that no Awesome, Jason. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. We yeah, we don't we we've never really talked talked. We've we've no. like closely crossed over. Like I, yeah. I think my closest connection to you
1: is, uh, you know, Kyle Jackson, right? Yes, yeah. And Tech Bar, I think you were on a Tech Bar, right? And I think I right, was not. Right. I think I ended up on screen for a little bit, but I think we're like in parallel orbits. Right. We the just only,
0: keep crossing paths. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, really, I was with Connectwise for a long time, and. You know, so just being in that realm and MSP, you know, yeah. sphere, you know, we got, but yeah, Kyle's my bestie, and he talks highly of you, like really highly, like the, the times of I, like, like no, no, no joke. I, no have, to, play I have to try harder.
1: <laughs>
0: Challenge accepted.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: awesome, uh, Jason. If you could tell us a little about yourself, uh, where yeah. you're working, what you do now.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, Jason Slagle. I'm president of CNWR Inc. We're an MSP in the Toledo, Ohio area. Been doing this a long time. I have a ton of stories. Uh, I got a, I think I got a pretty good one for us today. It's, uh, it's one I've hinted at and told parts of, but I don't think I've ever told the whole thing, and it's pretty crazy. Awesome. So, so let me ask, so
0: how long, and I know I, I didn't send this beforehand, but how long were you, like, have you been working? You know, like, well, what was, like, how old were you when you got your first job?
1: Uh, I have always uh, worked in uh, IT or some sort of computer-related uh, field, right? And uh, I've been doing it since 1997. Uh, so what is that? 26 years, I think. This year, if I can math in my head pretty well, yeah, yeah. So a while.
0: That's that's yeah, that is a while. Now, did did you have any like any jobs in high school? Anything before the professional realm?
1: no i was i started my first job in high school was tech support at an isp that ironically enough is what cnwr was born out of i mean i left uh i spent a a stint in enterprise world which is where the story for today comes from uh i spent a time at a couple startups independently consulted worked at the university kind of made my way throughout you know figuring out what i like and what i don't like and that i'm kind of a terrible employee uh and kind of made my way back to uh the the roots of it all when I, I got called and basically asked to come back at one point so i'm, I'm back i've been back uh cnwr now for oh 11 years this year right so it's it's been a little bit of a run
0: dude that's a cool full story that, like full yeah. circle story man yeah that's really going going right back to the roots so all right so i'm excited about this story today all right I, i'm excited about all these stories because really that's what i i keep realizing this is like the The reason for this podcast is everyone Mm -hmm. has a bad job story. Everyone has the work. The more I have these conversations, the more it just solidifies my head. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They, they, no one, even like the lamest, it's still the worst to them. It's still the worst to them, you know? So let's hear what you got going. What's your worst, most
1: ridiculous uh, job story? Yeah, this is pretty crazy. So I I spent, I don't know, probably about 6 maybe four years working at uh, TNS Global, right? So we were... Uh, I think it's broken up now, but I think it was the second largest market research firm in the US and uh, I think I held most of the job roles there in IT other than Windows system administrator. Uh, I never ran Windows servers, uh, but I I was a networking guy for a while, uh, uh, storage guy for a little bit. Uh, And most of the time I spent there, I spent as a Unix admin, right? So we had a pretty diverse set of Unix systems, uh, everywhere from uh, some Linux machines that were new that I was bringing up, been provisioning running oracle and a number of other things uh as well as uh some old deck unix stuff both running vms which i mean that should put i mean that's what vaxes run right so that should put me as like an ancient dinosaur there but right. i <laughs> did not run the vaxes uh i right. ran the digital unix version of it uh and <clears throat> some hpu boxes, and Uh, It is coming into the 4th of July weekend, and I, at the time, was actually running sound for my friend's cover band, uh, and they had a very important gig. They were playing, like, our local municipalities fireworks, right? So I had to run sound for them, which was awesome by the way uh, no no no. wait pause let's yeah. dig a little into that let's talk yeah. a little
0: about that what's up with yeah. that what, what I, I don't know
1: it? it was a little local uh cover band called islington a really good friend of mine uh they had they were a bluegrass band and then uh, he joined a different band and they were a cover band and i started hanging out with them while they would practice and at some point or another i just sat down at the board and just started pushing levels around a little bit and i got pretty good at it so uh, for a while, when they played out, I don't know, probably six or eight months until I got too busy, I'd go with them, and I had run audio for a local cover band, uh, which is cool. You chilled out for a little
0: bit and played around. You became a an audio engineer, sound yeah, engineer. I,
1: done. It, yeah, it's, I'm, dude, I'm a general purpose nerd, right? If it's right? if it's nerdy, i have probably dabbled in it at one point uh i mean there's i was dial you're turning it yeah it was pretty good at it i mean there's i tell ray that like when he does tech bar it's like dude i can help with that stuff right like setting up audio in a hotel room that we're trying to use to record tech bar is way easier than trying to mic up right drums in a concrete courtyard right like right, it's, right. It's just, this is easy uh right. so it's some experience there but <clears throat> that comes into the story here a little bit I'm sitting there and suddenly I get a call. Uh, we had a couple locations. So TNS was born out of two companies in the US. It was born out of a company called NFO, a National Family Opinion uh, out of Toledo, the Toledo, Ohio area where I live. And it was born out of a second company called uh, InterSearch, which was headquartered in Horsham, Pennsylvania. They did full service market research. They did the online stuff. They sent out the like Nielsen type envelopes with a couple bucks in them and most importantly to the story they did something called katie to us computer-aided telephone interviewing right so they would they would have a machine and an auto dialer that would call you and you've all everyone's gotten these calls right it's like a person doing a survey they get it pops up on the machine the questions are supposed to answer right blah blah blah. everything goes through so this is just a couple of days before the fourth of july weekend and I get a call from my counterpart, right? So there were two of us Unix system admins, right? It was me on the on the uh, Toledo side of it, and then I had a counterpart named Paul on the Horsham side of it. I get a call from Paul, and I get a call from Paul's boss or my boss, I guess, at the same time. In the Horsham data center, they had installed a mini split, like an air conditioner, right, to cool this thing. They had installed it above the computer room. And if you've ever had an air conditioner at all, they they leak water, right? Like you get water that comes out of them. And this air conditioner had a drip tray, right? As one would. This drip tray was located right above the server rack.
0: So you can already see where
1: this is probably going. Nope. (laughs) Oh, man. So. Okay.
0: No lie. No lie. All right. Halfway through, just through this story, I'm like, okay, this is really techie. And I'm I'm following, I'm following, because I don't get too techie, but I'm like, oh no i yeah. know where this is from. i've gr- i've grown up yeah. on a farm where i have where we just only have the inset units in it, and i'm like, yep i you don't do that on, if you don't put anything under a uh, ac vent that you don't want to get messed up or wet right yeah let's yeah, see so
1: yes yeah, so this thing's got a drip tray right and at yeah. some point i'm assuming i never really got the details of it but i'm assuming that the drain on this drip tray clogged up uh because it clearly filled with water and at some point or another several gallons of water They all will 100% they will will. i mean that's what happens you've seen what grows in that water
0: there is no engineering feat that has come to the point to say we're gonna
1: fix this yeah It's it's gonna happen yeah so it it the drip tray filled up with water and basically collapsed out of the ceiling pouring who knows how many gallons of water right on an hpux like old school Unix like oh, yeah. server, uh, and it died. Uh and it 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 kicked off this like crazy, crazy series of events. So I get a call, right? Like, so cause the problem isn't that necessarily that you can't get do the Katie stuff. I mean, that's a side effect of the fact that you're basically idling three or 400 employees at this point because you can't right. call anybody. Uh, yeah. so, you know, now the clock's ticking, right? So the CTO, which was in our office comes down and they're like trying to figure out what to do. And at some point or another, they decide that the proper course of action is they're not going to replace it. We had a proper data center in our, in our facility. Right. They put me in the company minivan me of all people they they give me the keys to a company car and send me to Akron Ohio about 3 hours away to pick up apparently there's some place you can just pick up these like boutique like special like it's basically like a Commodore 64 but Unix right these things are old <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, yeah cool. they,
1: they, they haven't been made like this type of HPUX machine, even in this was probably in 2007. It's not been made in 20 years, right? They just don't exist anymore. So they found some company out of Akron that had them and they sent me in the van and I picked it up and I brought it back. It was sitting it,
0: right next to the Tandy. Yeah, probably. Right next to tandy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, I don't know, was, you get it like Vaxes R Us or something uh There's like
0: one guy at the warehouse doesn't speak english smokes a cigarette yeah. and he just
1: he he does them all he does them all he probably does it's crazy so i so i pick this i pick this server up right and i, I get it back at the same time they put my counterpart uh on a plane to Ohio with the backup tapes, right? Because this is like, there's no cloud backups. This is like 2007, right? Yeah. Like you're lucky to. Most people said oh, dial-up internet, right? And so there's no such thing. Tapes. Everything is on DLT tapes, and if I don't, if I had smart, I would have grabbed one because I have a bunch of them here. Uh, but yeah, digital linear tapes are about this big. They kind of look like a square eight track, right? Like yeah, uh, but- I'm I'll put it that way, right? They're bigger than, smaller than a VHS, bigger than like yeah uh about as thick as a vhs and he so they put this guy on this plane and they bring him over so i get the server back and uh i don't know that much about HPux, right like i i'm, I'm a linux guy right and i've been doing linux forever and i'm like i'm passable at all these other os's but they they bring my counterpart back he lands with the tapes he comes in and it is at that moment in my life, I realized this is the slowest human being that uh-huh. has ever existed. Like he's like hunting and pecking on this keyboard. And it's like, oh, no, you coming into this he, every five minutes. He's like, I need a status update. He status update. Finally, I tell the CTO, like, look, man, I can work on this or I can talk to you. And you get to pick which of these two things I'm going to do because I can't do them both. Uh, and he, he finally goes away.
0: Dude, how uh, nervous were you? That that'd be so freaked out. Like no, I'm like, I okay, I, I, I barely know what I'm doing, and yeah. I don't, I'm under the gun. No,
1: you're yeah. good. It's no, I'm freaking out. I mean, I think at this point, so this this thing failed uh, sometime at probably uh, 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 two p.m. Right, and and so by the time they get him on a plane, and by the time I get back with the equipment, it's probably eight nine p.m. Uh, so we start working on this in earnest. I've been at the office already since you know 9 a.m. in the morning. I get an OS on on the box, right? Because that was the easy part, but now I have to restore all this like weird stuff. Like this is like I am I am out of my element here. And so my counterparts got like this run book. Like basically a three ring spiral notebook with like all the Uh-oh. things he's got to do, and he's tong 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 tong, and it's it's just it's forever, right? And I so, love the fact that you're having to go through paper,
0: yeah, and you just flip through paper I, to type and see what to I type mean, in.
1: This is insanity, right? So this guy's so he's trying and he's trying his best, and you know eventually. Uh, we hit 20 hours. I'd been there 20 hours. We're still trying to get things restored. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, finally, my boss goes, I need you to go home and get some sleep. Yeah. Can you be back here in like five hours? So I drive home, I sleep for four hours. Right. I t- up 20 hours at that point. Right. We worked on it pretty much all night. It was like four, I think three, four in the morning ish. Right. So I'd been at the office since like 9 a.m. It's four in the morning. I finally go home. I sleep. I, I roll in. Uh, I roll back in at probably nine to 10 a.m. the next morning and oh. I keep going. And this guy, this guy, his, he they kept him working right and he has made essentially no progress on this at all because he types like a 300 a baud teletype from like the 80s i mean he just it's the slowest typer so finally i push him out of the way i'm like okay i'm gonna do this so i with a I'm lot of Googling, images of you just like yeah
0: just cracking i'm the like fingers dude just, just let me do him.
1: this uh so with a lot of work uh I'm finally able to get you know pieces of this restored, and uh, we we go through. It, you know, I learned a lot. I, I get this really old slow guy out of my way, and over the course of probably I think the next subsequent sixteen-ish hours again for the second day, uh, I finally get like the base level of this thing working, so they can at least run one shift. Uh, oh so no
0: shifts have been running this no whole time? shifts has
1: been running like two oh. days like and this is yeah and so they finally get to the point where we could bring 50 interviewers up online I had a bunch of work still left to do but I managed to finish it up like two hours before I had to be at sound check for the band I was running sound for. So I literally, <laughs> you know, day one, 20 hours, go sleep for hours, wake up day two, you know, smash through it and then like leave immediately. And, you know, two hours later I uh, have to go run audio for my friend's cover band who had a national act that they were opening up for. Right. So like oh, they've man. got like this giant 128 channel professional soundboard that I've never touched. And, uh, and luckily Ah, uh, both things went off pretty well, and I learned a lot from the audio engineers from the the big, the big thing. They gave me a bunch of pointers, so that was actually pretty cool. Uh, but I think that I think that tops it. I mean, I've got a ton, uh, a ton of various crazy stories uh, well, at I this like particular place, but this one, that one is probably the craziest.
0: What I like is that. Uh, you know, usually like anyone in, in, in the music industry, you know, they're, they're tired, you know, if yeah. they're
1: tired, it's
0: because they've been partying, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, last night was, you get there tired and they're like, Oh, yeah. what happened? You're like
1: server work, man. Yeah, <laughs> Server work. Yeah. It's, um, so it, it rained so from the beat. ceiling. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. Not the only time that that company had stuff raining from the ceiling, but the worst time. So what was the other time? Uh, roofers clogged the roof drain and it was raining on the EPS.
0: Like that, like
1: fully once
0: (laughs) solid pan under everything. Those port
1: roofers. Those. Yeah. Okay. I've I've been in a,
0: yeah, I've been in, in uh, wet situations. That sounds weird, but that's another job. I don't know. Maybe we might get into that tonight. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for that story. I appreciate your story. I want to pay you back with a story, Yeah, Uh, but first we're going to take a break and hear this sponsored ad.
2: Build the Impossible at CompTIA ChannelCon 2023, running August 1st through the 3rd at the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada. Join other technology innovators and peers to solve problems and create new opportunities in three days of learning, collaboration, and transforming your business and career. Speakers include Eric Anthony, Aaron Chernin, Vince Chrysler, Bob Coppage, and ChannelCon's 2023 keynote speaker, Mick Ebeling. Be inspired. Build the Impossible. This $1,200 value is yours at no cost when you register with promo code SBOIT23 or scan the QR code on your screen.
0: And we're back. All right. We, that was a great ad. You should buy four of them um the, <laughs> we, we're here again that's with, our million dollars <laughs> i'm sorry i don't make the ads nor nor your finances sir you just please make it happen <laughs> or <laughs> all right so <laughs> i can't i can't say what phil wrote nope, job, you phil. no no okay. can say what phil wrote Thank you. Ah, producer Phil. All right, Jason. So here's the part where my guest, Jason, Will, uh, he has been giving a list of quotes and each quote has uh, something to do with one of the jobs that I've had. So Jason, let's
1: hear what that quote is. Yeah, this was really hard, but I think I'm going to roll with having smart friends is expensive
0: i really really like this one i was excited i'm excited about this one thank you thank you thank you so because it gets it all right so it gets to it gets into like more of my background so um i grew up so oh yay i'm happy about this man jason thank you so much this is all right so uh so i grew up like, uh, farmish, you know, like mm-hmm. a, it, we called it a farm, but really it was three acres of land that my grandfather bought right after world war two. And we just lived there and commercial grew up around us in industry. So like my, for, like my street address was a, uh, it's 50th street, which was an eight lane highway. Like that's, huh. and then my house. Yeah. That's, and then my house is wild. Right. So, but it was still kind of rural, you know? And, um, so, I and I was and I was in gifted classes right so it was rule rule and I was in gifted and uh so I was so all my friends were like white white uh-huh. and and not even Spanish like it was it was just rural area uh because and I said because I'm Spanish but I it was so um then I moved in when I was 12. I moved in with uh my mom my mom Lives uh, in a place we call the ghetto, where she did. She lived in (laughs) the ghetto, and it was rough. So, I was that. I was super. uh, I don't want to say nerdy, but I mean the typical Mm -hmm. '90s nerd. (laughs) You know, I mean, I was, I was the always the shortest one and always the heaviest one in in class, and always. And I mean, and I was (laughs) going through this this mind meld of moving from the rural area to like the ghetto. I mean, I've said mm-hmm. this in, in a, oh, like, I think it was that year, that first year. I mean, I had a gun pulled on me at the bus stop. Yeah, yeah. I say the generational trauma stops
1: here, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> so, How, how I mean, does one was, get a gun pulled on him at a bus stop?
0: <laughs> from, by not running away. <laughs> so, <gasps>
1: oh, okay. <laughs>
0: We're all at the the bus stop and I really don't know anyone. And um, I was in seventh grade and the uh, this one older brother of one of the kids who was at the bus stop as well. He was like 16 years old and he was just, you know, messing with all of us because he's Mm -hmm. the older kid who's not at a bus stop because surprise, surprise, he's not going to school. And then he started and he would come by and like mess with us sometimes. And then yeah. one day he just pulled out his gun and I, not being social at all, was just like looking down. And then I saw everyone, feet, I just saw, wow, and feet just take off. And I didn't know the protocol, you know, was to, you run too. And I just looked up and a uh, gun, I turned, the gun was in my face. And he said, what you want to do, Chico? And I said, nothing.
1: <laughs> like that was my response. <laughs> Is running an effective defense against guns? I feel like there's a whole song that talks about outrunning bullets.
0: Right? But it worked for all the other kids. They obviously (laughs) knew what to do. They grew up. They had that education. I did not. I did not have that education. Uh, So I was like, this is great. And then he was like, whatever. And he was just joking, I guess, which is great. So that's what I'm dealing with. So I I go into this new school. And... I'm the uh, I'm and I'm going to gifted classes and I'm in a neighborhood where we were bussed in. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were bussed into another school. And uh, there was like n- none of the gifted classes that I was in had any of the people from my neighborhood. None of the people from my neighborhood were in any of the gifted classes. So I didn't make friends with anyone like my next door neighbor. That was it. But he got picked on all the time like me. But like the kids that, you know, I'm in classes with all day long. There's like maybe one or two in the whole neighborhood. Right. Yep. So, um, so, and so we didn't have, you know, money, my, my mom, you know, we were just barely making it by and everything. She, she, a work beast, a workhorse. And no, I'm not going to call her a workhorse. She's a beast. she's a beast of a woman. She is. No, she's a, she's an extreme hard worker. <laughs> it was Aaron. I know, I know my mom's going to hear this. So, um, so either way, so I'm just trying to paint that picture. So my friends at school, they lived in like the more in the suburbs. They lived in the suburbs. And you know, at that time, my mind, I remember I was like, oh, they were rich. But you know, living in the suburbs, I'm like, oh no, they're not. Yeah. You know, they're just, you know, I can see that now. But from when I was a kid, I was like, oh, they're rich. So um my uh so anyways, they they would go out. They were going out to the movies one uh, one Saturday, I think it was. And uh, and I was like, they're like, you coming to the movies there? And I was like, yes, because I didn't want to let them down. I wanted to go. Of course, I didn't ask my mom because I knew what the answer was going to be. I knew what they had. So uh, but I went to my mom on um, Friday. It was probably Friday. And I said, hey, mom, go, we're going to uh, the movies or my friends are going to the movies. Uh, can I have a ride? And she's like, yeah, you can have a ride. She goes, ah, are you going to go watch a movie? She's like, we don't have the money to go watch a movie. And I was like, ah, I was bummed. And I went to my room and I just thought for a little bit, you know, I was like, okay, I came back out. I said, mom, if I can come up with the money, can I go to the movies? It's tomorrow evening. If I can come up with the money, can I go? And she was, and I remember her just like, okay, like kind of curious, but you know, what are you going to do here? You know? And that's how I became a drug dealer. No. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I grew my empire. Um, so the next morning it's so, it's so stereotypical but it's so um, like, as like the thing for a kid to do, but I'm glad I had this experience. The next morning I woke up, I had like two bucks and I remember I got two bucks and I had a milk jug, an empty milk jug. So I mean, and the gas station I went to, they weren't really running checks. It was like, hey, I need to see if that milk jug is appropriate. They were like, yeah, Uh fill it up. So I went ahead and I put gas in the milk jug and I, Filled up my gas tank on uh, my uh, my lawnmower, and I mm-hmm. just decided, all right, here I go. And there were only a handful of houses in the neighborhood that would have their lawn mowed, you know. But I was like, I got, I was just determined. I, I've got to go do this. I, and my mom, uh, I thank her. I thanked her for she was on the Mother's Day on two months ago, and I thanked her for giving me that, um, this that that confidence and the courage, yeah. you know, and and the and the the freedom. She was like, okay, go, let's see what you can do. And you know, I went house by house, walked right up in there with a the lawnmower, knock, knock, knock. Hey, how you doing? My name's Aaron. I live down the street. This is my, and I gave him the story. I didn't know if this was gonna. I have like, sure. I li- yeah, the, I live down the street. My friends they want to go to the movies. I want to go, but we don't have any money to go to the movies. But I don't want any money hand out. I to I want to do something for you. I want to mow your yard or rake your. And they were like, and you know, it, it took about maybe five. I remember going all the way down that one street, coming back around. I talked to a few people, and it's like the fourth or fifth people I actually talked to. They, the guy looked at me, and he was like, I got a big yard. I was like, yes, sir, I know. And he was like, I need it mowed and raked. like, absolutely, sir. He goes, okay. He's like, I'll, I'll go ahead and pay you. And I was like, cool. And I mowed, and I mowed the whole thing up, and I went and raked it up, and I was done raking. And he was like, I don't know. I think you can do a better job on that raking. I was like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> i mean i love that guy now thinking back that he he sticked me kept me to it i was like all right yes. and i raked it all up i cleaned it all up and uh and he gave me 20 bucks for that you know and i was like that for, i mean we're talking 1995 or yeah. something like that 96 20 bucks for a 12 year old You're, you're, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a great deal. Yeah, Uh, yeah, He got a great deal, (laughs) 20, but, but I mean, I'm just making myself feel bad. for him. It was like a hundred. I don't know. But, uh, so I went and I, I had that, I got that money. I came back. I was like, Hey mom, got, got the money. She's like, where'd you get the money from? I was like, she's like, you got that already. I was like, yeah, I went ahead, took care of it. And she was extremely happy for me. Um, and I add that as a job because I continued it. So mm-hmm. I continued going I, the the next day. I, I uh, yeah, it was Sunday Sunday. I kept going wherever I stopped off. I kept going. And I, over the next it was through that school year and through the summer. Towards the end of the summer, I was like, I'm done yeah. Heat in Florida. Done. I'm like short and chubby, just sweating. I'm like, this is not for me. But uh, but I I busted and I had the same guy. I would go back that same first guy, you know, other people would come in and out. Yeah, some people would come in, but that same guy the whole time every two weeks, I would go down there and I'd mow or I'd rake or is sometimes once a month. But but I kept that I kept doing that for a while. Cool part about all that, cool one of the cool parts about all that is that um that night I got the money. My mom was super happy and she was excited for me. And I went down to the movie theater and everyone else had ten dollars. Like everyone else had ten dollars and I had 20. You had 20 and, friend, and I had 20. And my friends are like,
2: Whoa! <laughs> I remember. I remember
0: they were like, Oh my goodness, what? Oh, you're gonna buy me. I was like, No, 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 I gotta be, I gotta save my money. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's when movie tickets were like five bucks, yeah. you know, on like a and Saturday night. But it, I and I remember I had that last ten dollars or whatever amount that I had and I gave
1: that to my mom because I was like that's you know what that's yeah. what I felt I needed to do you know so so you learned a couple of lessons there I presume that like money feels a lot better when you've earned it and it's not given yes <clears throat> right? absolutely like, uh,
0: that's a huge one yeah you gotta teach my kids that yeah yeah oh, <laughs> tell me about it man
1: how yeah. many kids you have I have two I have two boys two boys and, oh, and uh, yeah. what are the ages they are uh, eight and 11 and they are, I think the older one's starting to get it, but the younger one, they, yeah, it's just no concept at all of where money comes from. Man, that's
0: a, it's a hard thing to, because, and I, and I had this conversation with, with a bunch of people, but man, especially when it comes to your kids, you don't, yeah, you know, you want them to, you want to give them what you didn't have. Mm-hmm. Right. You but did. at the same time you realize, oh, I learned these valuable lessons because I didn't
1: have some things, Yep. right? That's a crazy balance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I didn't count it when we were talking about jobs earlier, right? But it's like when I was probably roughly the same age, like 13, 14, I mowed lawns in the neighborhood all summer to earn enough money to buy a modem. Like that's how nerdy I am. That's what I wanted to buy. I wanted to buy a modem. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yeah. What, what what speed uh, what speed 1200 baud i actually posted Some part i posted a picture of it recently it was the amiga uh the commodore 6180 so it was a 300 1200 baud modem that you could nice. attach to my amiga 500
0: nice man dude yeah. you have always been in tech even when you yeah. were mowing longs you were in tech you yep. you're i'm a nerd so cool. yeah no that is yeah. really cool man yeah just learn just trying to trying to instill those things in um uh, in kids man that's rough yeah did yeah. you have any other jobs like younger when you were like, uh,
1: no, I mean, I, no, I mowed lawns for a bit. And then, uh, I started a junior high school. Uh, so 17 doing that at the, working at the ISP. So that was 97, right. I was 17. So, uh, I think we're roughly the same age. I think you may be a yeah, couple yeah. years younger than me, but, uh, same, yeah, same sort of similar, similar sort of time period where, you know, we kind of, we didn't grow up really well off either. We were pretty poor and, used to mow lawns to get money for that. I mowed lawns so I could ride my bike to the pool every every day in the summer and, you know, just uh, to do things. But much like you, I did the same sort of thing where for a while I was going door to door and you have to learn. I, for, I forget that lesson, but somebody just reminded me at a conference I was at that, like, no, yes lives in a world of no. Right. Like you can't, mm. if you never ask, you can't That's get told so nice. yes. Right. So you right. have to accept the fact that the, the, the answer is often going to be no. And, uh, you know, isn't wrong. It's just information, right? Like, okay, well it's bad timing, bad, whatever. Right. And that, that right. lesson, if you can instill it, it it's very valuable. Cause man, there's so many cool things that I've done over the years that, you know, I did just by, uh, uh just by, asking for somebody if I could do something
0: right. That's I love man. I love that statement. Yes lives in a world of no's. I'm going to steal that and use that.
1: I'll I, give credit. I stole it from a guy named Wayne Hoffman who's an illusionist mentalist that spoke at a conference I was just at Wayne. Ho- I, so
0: you said Wayne Hoffman. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to remember that because I, okay. I think it's the same guy I'm thinking of because I was like a magician, but no illusionist. Yeah. Yeah, all right, mentalist. Cool. he does
1: all sorts of weird it was actually a really cool keynote so yeah nice for what conference uh ingram micro event that just happened last week that's a you know that's a really cool keynote speaker yeah it had, it had two. <laughs> you imagine
0: you should imagine uh, someone like in the tech realm but no nope. yeah
1: no no this they had two the first guy uh so the conference was titled like play the hand your dealt so the first guy was this blind card trick guy and this guy was amazing yes. I know who you're talking about. The older guy? Yeah, the older guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so he spoke good. and he did a whole thing about uh, overcoming adversity, right? Like he's a blind guy. That's an amazing card guy. And then the, right. the second, the the end of the day keynote was the uh, mentalist. And, oh, man, they were both really good speakers, like way above average as far as, you know, conference speakers. You tend to get at events like that who tend to be dry, boring and stuffy.
0: Right, that's so yeah. smart. As long yeah. as they get the me- the the message across, who needs it to be exactly with tech. Yeah, no, you know, exa- it doesn't. That is yeah. really cool. Jason, thank you so much, man. I greatly appreciate what So from your uh from your experience, uh that job that you shared, what what was it that you gleaned any
1: any life lessons, any lessons you yeah. learned? Test your backups. <laughs> yeah, right. <I> mean, yes, <laughs> right. Uh, that's one of those things that, you know, that kind of instilled in me that, you know, they always assumed they had backups, but they literally never tested a restore procedure. So we ran into a bunch of problems with it because there were a lot of assumptions made that definitely didn't hold true. So what should have been a three or four hour restore ended up taking, you know, several days or two days because no one had bothered to test it. And so that's the thing that is that is held me all of this time is that, uh, any backup you don't test is just a hope and dream. That's a good one. That's
0: a good one. Yeah. That, yeah, that is something that you can take. Look at And now I will, now I will probably the best thing, the man, the thing I learned the most from that job. Oh, man, uh, the hard work. I think, I think you said, I think you, you hit that you hit it exactly Is man. When you work hard for it, it feels so much better. It feel I mean, I I've talked about like with with the um, episode of my mom, I put on some of the jobs I've had there because she had beeper stores and fashion stores and as a kid, like 10 years old, I was expected to work like take bill payments <laughs> like like in the cash register and everything. People are like, are you sure he's good with that? <laughs> you know, so I, I count that. But this was the first time that I went out and like did out on my own. And um, man, yeah, that that's probably the and I, that's why I think that's why I got so happy when you when you chose that one because it really does i i think about that very often very often especially when it's when i'm up against like a, a hard project or something crazy i'm like man it's, i'm working hard it's gonna be worth it it's gonna it's gonna pay off so yeah jason thank you so much for your time man i greatly appreciate yeah, that I greatly appreciate fun. you man yeah was it was fun, fun right would you come back and be another be a guest again
1: yeah, I mean, I have a. Um, I've spent a long time in the industry. I have all sorts of. I have all sorts of IT horror stories I can tell. So, oh man, yeah, I yeah. might, I might hit you up. I'm, I'm, playing around
0: with this idea of having, maybe a string of, uh, of episodes like topic based, like topic, mm-hmm. uh, based on a specific topic. So I'll throw them out your way whenever I get those. Okay. Things, when those cool. thought out. Jason, cool. thank you so much, okay. yeah. ladies and gentlemen out there in computer world. I greatly appreciate you. Thank y'all, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. See you later.